1: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Hello, I'm Claire from Wild Ginger Running the Trail and Ultra Running YouTube channel, and this week's live guest was the ever-positive and so, so lovely, incredible, record-breaking U.S. road and trail runner Camille Haran. Camille holds so many American speed records for road and trail from marathon to 100-mile distances we've lost count, but perhaps most notable are these. Her win of the 2017 Comrades Ultramarathon, she holds five world records, and she's the fastest woman on trail for 100k and 100 miles. She also made a new course record on the Tarawera Ultra Trail in New Zealand just two weeks after a near-fatal rollover car crash. Wow! Her zest for life is unrivaled, and she radiates pure joy. Who wouldn't want Camille as their coach? She is also a running coach with her husband, Connor, and she answers patron questions in this broadcast about running faster, further, and nutrition. She's known for her love of tacos and beer. She is hoping to do the UTMB, the Ultra Tour de Mont Blanc, in 2020 if it takes place, and we also asked her if she'd be interested in trying the Barclay Marathons. So get top athletes Camille and her husband Connor to coach you. They train athletes at all levels from all over the world. Just Google CamilleHeron.com And follow Camille on Instagram to see what she does next, at RunCamille. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday for your chance to ask questions to our awesome guests and in my Q&A sessions. And support me on Patreon to guarantee your question gets an answer. Listen to the end to find out who next week's amazing guest is, all the way from Scotland. For more trail and ultra running advice, gear reviews and inspiration, subscribe to Wild Ginger Running on YouTube. It's totally free to subscribe and follow me on Instagram at Wild Ginger Running. Links to Patreon, the YouTube version of this episode and any other resources or gear we talk about are in the podcast show notes. Have fun, enjoy your run and I'll see you on the trails. I am delighted tonight to be with multiple world record holder, fastest woman over 100k, 100 miles on trail and all the road stuff as well, Comrades Champion 2017, she's a coach and she's also, I have to add this in, she's a champion beer drinker as well. I would like to introduce (laughs) to you Camille Heron.
0: <laughs> so,
2: how are you doing, uh, Camille? Like, what kind of a day are you having? What you're about to do? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, it's 11:30 here right now in uh, Colorado, and uh, we're uh, after I get done chatting with you, we're gonna drive up to the mountains and do some trail running. So, yeah. Awesome. day.
2: great. And how are you coping with all the lockdown stuff? Are you guys out for one run a day like we have been lately or are you allowed to just go out whenever?
1: Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, uh, we're, in a, we're in a pretty remote part of Colorado. And so I'm used to getting out twice a day. And so we're, we're pretty lucky that we can get out and uh, still run outside and run, you know, multiple times a day like I do. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's springtime here. So we're watching the snow melt off the mountains and, uh, you know, looking forward to getting up a bit higher in the mountains. So.
2: Awesome. Well, everybody is so thrilled that you are here tonight and giving us your time. I'm just going to read out a couple of of things from people who, uh, they're uh, my patrons who have pre-arranged comments. So um, uh, Lucy O'Dell, um, who is watching from Northern Ireland, says, um, Hi
1: Lucy! (laughs) She
2: says, uh, Camille is one of my heroes. Um, She's listened to you on the Bad Boy Running podcast. Oh yeah. She is thrilled because she's got got a question for you later as well. Um, And Kurt, um, who is actually from the USA, he is he's just said oh wow she is awesome i'm gonna have to come up with some good stuff for this one so i think kurt will be watching and sending in a question later um and we've got some people watching live so i'm just going to read a few people out so that you know get a sense of who's watching on the broadcast so jeff stahl says can't wait um john airy says evening um he's just back from waitrose in time good information um nigel barnett's here philip haddock says hello camille and paul Hammerton says hello well well so um keep the comments coming in everybody we are gonna get right into the first question um so i just thought a little <laughs> bit just in case there's some people from the uk that haven't heard of you which would be ridiculous seeing as you're at the running show this year um <laughs> could you just like outline for us how you got into running in the first place
1: yeah sure sure oh you hi, see, see my husband <laughs> she says hi oh. hey bono <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I grew up as a basketball player. Oh. Uh, so so we, we were just chatting about how I'm really tall and lean. And, uh, you know, my, my last name is Heron. And uh, everybody in my family is really tall and lean like I am. And so uh, I grew up trying to follow in my dad and my grandpa's footsteps uh, playing basketball. And so, um, yeah, I was a pretty good basketball player. Uh, and then we had to go out for track in the seventh grade. Uh, for off-season conditioning and uh, from the first day I could just run and run and run and didn't get tired and um, and then we had had to try all the different events and track and uh, you know the longer the distance I did so and um, yeah, I wasn't wasn't too good. I I've got you know uh, was it T Rex arms? <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't too good at throwing the throwing the shot foot or the discus and uh, tried to hurdle. I wasn't wasn't a hurdler. Uh, but yeah, long distance running was was kind of my thing. Um, and so the following the following year in the eighth grade, I went out for cross country and cross country is what made me fall in love with running. Um, so yeah, I ran ran in high school, won state titles in high school, got academic athletic scholarships to University of Tulsa, uh, ran, ran in college for a brief while, uh, but I had a lot of injuries. I had a lot of injuries when I was in college, and so um, I ended up getting what's called a medical hardship over here, and I became a recreational runner. And so I uh, met my husband uh, when I was in college, and uh, he, he's a... 1350 5k guy, uh, very fast, very fast runner. So so Connor wow. was a really good runner. Yeah, pre, he was pretty fast. And um, so he ended up, he's from Ireland, but he got his U.S. citizenship uh, back in 2002, I think. Um, and then he qualified for the Olympic marathon trials. He went to the Olympic marathon trials. And um, I was just a recreational runner at that time. And i um, Yes, yeah, so I just got re-inspired from him and uh, got back into being a competitive runner after that and he started coaching me and uh, yeah, my running career just kind of took off from there. So. Wow, and how old were you
2: at that point when your running career just started to take off?
1: Um, I think that, that was like my fifth year of college, so I was like 22 or 23 years old, so, uh, so I was a recreational runner for a couple years um, after I ran my freshman year of college, and um, what, what happened was we had gone we gone up to Boulder, Colorado uh, for Connor to train with some of his buddies um, when, when he was running really fast still, and um, one, day, one day we went out running together, and I was going further than him and he was like oh my gosh like how much are you running and i told him you know i was running 70 miles per week like for fun like not even like competing or training or anything uh so so that was kind of the turning point where uh he started coaching me and giving me workouts and uh my running just took off from there um but yeah i was 22 23 years old and when i got back into running and uh, and then you uh, let's see. I guess it was within four years. I qualified for the U.S. Olympic marathon trials, and uh, I ran. I was a marathoner, uh, you know, before I became an ultra runner. So I did that for for ten years and ran marathons and. Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's so. amazing, and I really, I just want to tell everyone about some of the records you've got in a moment. But I really need to read out some of these comments to you because
1: sure. um,
2: we've got so many people just like really loving this. Um, Ruth says <laughs> Camille is awesome. She is a machine. <laughs> Loads of love for your t-shirt as well. Um, oh the, yeah, the banana t-shirt. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. And I got got my yellow hat on today, so. Yeah, it's like, it's like a matching. <laughs>
2: yeah, so it's a Nike t shirt with a banana underneath it, like a smile. Yeah, um, and uh, Tim Brennan says, a nice banana t shirt. Um, and yeah, like so many people. <laughs> Hannah says hi, Antonio says hi, um, Chris M says, Camille is the best. I met her at Tunnel Hill 100. Greetings from Illinois. Oh, yeah. I'm
0: cool, sure you're hi.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's great. Awesome. So, tons of people really loving it and um, yeah they have good reason to because um, you are the first athlete to win all three of uh, all three of the IAU's 50k 100k and the 24-hour world championships which is awesome. You won 2017 Comrades, as I said in the introduction, and you've got loads of like world best times at at, like ultra distances. Um, And I really love this record as well. Um, The Guinness World Record for the fastest marathon wearing a superhero costume. So you've got to tell me what the costume was now. (laughs) What were you? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I when I was a marathoner, uh, I I think I I think it was my. You guys probably know Michael Wardian. Yeah. Uh, I'd seen Michael Wardian uh, run in a Spider-Man suit uh, to set the men's world record uh, for racing superhero costume, and so I was like I was like, oh, that was so cool. So I ended up racing as a uh, Spider-Man and set the women's record and ran 2:48 in the marathon um, in a head-to-toe costume dressed as Spider-Man. So. Wow, that's an
2: awesome time. It's and like, it's just it's so cool that yeah. like, you just get the impression that you love a bit of fun and you know, you like to drink beer and stuff and eat tacos and, <laughs> and we'll get on to a bit of nutrition in a minute. Um but I just wanna um just before we start asking a few more questions, um, you've had like a couple of like really bad things happen to you in your time. So um yeah. like you've you had you lost your home to the tornado in nineteen ninety nine and then just last year you had a near fatal car accident. So like yeah. Yeah,
1: a couple of real setbacks there. Holy cow, holy cow! Yeah, I, you know, I, I feel like I, I'm so blessed because I, I've, you know, I've, I've come really close to, you know, just having these crazy things happen to me, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it really makes me appreciate my life and what I was born to do, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm born to run. I'm born, born for ultra running, and so even when I had my car accident last year. Um, I mean I came I came out of my car and um, was you know checking my body like oh my gosh you know I, I that that's amazing I even survived that and um, but yeah I mean I, I just feel so blessed and when I when I run I feel like you know I'm making the most of what I was born to do and I'm really really thankful that um yeah I mean even though i've I've been I've been through some injuries, you know, and I've just uh, I have just I'm just such a positive person that I've always, you know, kind of got this glimmer of hope and uh, knowing that what I've been having during life, you know, really just helps me to know that, you know, this too shall pass. Um, and so, you yeah, know, same with the, the pandemic right now that, um, yeah, I mean, this is this is a setback for society. but. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, this too shall pass, and uh, this will become part of the the history, and you know, and uh, so yeah, it's yeah, it's I I feel like I've I've had to overcome so many things that yeah, it really helps me to to cope with adversity in the future too.
2: Yeah, that's wise words, this too shall pass, and and, um, and you did, you got out of the car accident, and then you went on to win the Tarawara Ultra in a record time, like two weeks later. Yeah. I've got, we've yeah. used that, we've used that actually for the thumbnail of this video, so I'm just going to pop up the picture there, Um, that's, sure. um, it's a really nice picture, and it appears on your website, I hope you don't mind that I used it, Um, but it's oh, yeah. you wearing a lovely, like a bright, like orange like orange top and red vest and running through these beautiful trees um so Uh, yeah yeah can you just tell us a little bit Uh, about your love for trail running
1: yeah yeah so uh so i like we're talking about uh cross country was my first love as a runner uh i didn't actually really like running on the track i mean it it was like boring (laughs) i totally agree with you there yeah (laughs) yeah it was really boring. Um, so when when uh, I I mean I grew I grew up out in the country uh, in Oklahoma, running around wheat fields by our house, uh, chasing wildlife, and you know being outdoors. And so when I when I got into trail or got into cross country running, uh, that's what it felt like. It felt like, oh gosh, this is an actual sport, you know. And so, uh, when I got into ultra running, uh, you know, crossing over from the marathon into ultra running, I, I did a lot of the road, the road ultras, uh, you know, one when, when, when world titles for 50K, 100K, one comrades, you know, set all these records, uh, but when I got on the trails, that was really like, oh my gosh! Like I felt like I felt like it was an extended version of cross country running. You know, it's like okay, you know, cross country is only you know 5k to 10k in distance or so, uh, but this is even better. I mean, you go like my first, or uh, actually my second trail race um, was up in Washington, and we had to run all the way up the mountain, uh, and, and you had like a view of like Mount Rainier up there. And uh, I started crying. Oh, like sweet. <laughs> like oh. Oh, I mean, it was like, it felt, you just feel it, you know, like here, like, uh, and I started crying and it just really like emotionally moved me and um, being able to be, be above the clouds and, you know, see, see Mount Rainier and um, yeah. And so, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I can appreciate what, what road, what road running is about, you know, trying to push your human limits to run really, really fast. You know what trail running is about, and uh, embracing you know what we're doing. So, uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool that you know to be a versatile athlete and to be able to uh, you know to appreciate and uh, be, be you know just enjoy those things. So.
2: Yeah, that's fantastic. I love how you're going, coming over to trail and, and you're hoping to do the UTMB um, this August if it's on, fingers crossed, and, and maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe we can talk about that a little bit later on. Um, um, but first, I would really like to ask you some questions from my audience about training. So um, we've got uh, John Moisey here. Um, he would like to know, um, well, first of all, he says, this is amazing. You're a true, a true giant of ultra running. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, how many records does she have now? I don't, I don't think we can even count that, can we? <laughs> <sure>. um, yeah. <laughs> unless we know off the top of your head, like 43, yeah. <laughs> um, he would be curious to know about sure. the mix of, the mix of tarmac and trail in your week, mm-hmm. like, and the volume of mileage you put in. Um, yeah, so what's the mix of tarmac and trail and, and what volume of mileage do you, do you kind of do
1: mostly? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a great question. Um, so it kind of depends on like what's my upcoming race. So if I'm training for a trail race, I t- try to do more trail running. If, if I've got more of a, 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 road race, like training for comrades and do more road running. Um, but, but yeah, I, I would say, you know, I try to do a mix of both road and trail. Um, and sometimes, you know, it might be like 50, 50 of, uh, you know, doing, you know, half my running on dirt and half my running on road. Um, But, you know, if I'm training for like the 24-hour world championship and, you know, you're on like a flat, you know, track or road, then, you know, I try to do maybe 80 to 90% of my training on, uh, you know, flat road, you know, hard surface Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, training for UTMB, I'm going to have to get up in the mountains and, you know, be doing more technical type of running. Um, so, I mean, I try to get, I try to get in like one to two, uh, if I'm training for something like that, try to do like one to two of my runs a week on like technical trawl, uh, and just try to, you know, push it at a pretty steady pace and to, you know, kind of mimic what I'm going to experience in a trawl race. Um, but yeah, as far as, you know, mileage right now, I mean, I'm getting out running twice a day and, uh, I've been at about 120, uh, miles per week, uh, for like the past two months or so. So, uh, sometimes I've been, you know, closer to hundred and sometimes I've been closer to about 130. Um, so I like to run. I, I mean, I like to run, you know, <laughs> yeah, like-
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's if it was up to
1: me, yeah if, if it was if it was up to me i mean i would get out and run you know like all day like i'd be running like 200 miles a week or something <laughs> What stop what,
2: why don't you run 200 miles a week is that just like a training no yeah yeah
1: my, my husband my husband is my coach so uh so he's gotta you know pull back the reins on me and um but yeah I, I feel really good running about 120 miles a week and uh and then you know tapering taping for, for leading up to the big races and you know cutting back my mileage and stuff so
2: and I'm just interested to know as a coach um would you be advising people to run 100 miles a week because or is that just for elite athletes Um, what if a normal person like a mid-pack person is training for the UTMB perhaps
1: yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we, we coach people all over the world. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really just depends on the person and, you know, the demands of their life and, uh, you know, just trying to strike a balance so that, that, you know, they're not burning the candle at both ends. Um, so yeah, I mean, usually when we start working with somebody, you know, we ask them, you know, what, what their background is like, you know, what, what kind of mileage do they like t- training at? And so, you know, we can, we can develop a develop you know, my approach you know for somebody that's like on lower mileage uh, i mean i just i just run further you know really i, I run further <laughs> in my runs i run multiple times a day and um so yeah i think i think you know what i do you know can be you know catered to anybody with any mileage uh you know and doing doing what they like to do and what they enjoy in terms of mileage and workouts and that sort of thing so
2: yeah so it's all relative isn't it it's just so different for everyone um and just in in a similar vein really um abazir nazir um he's training for a marathon and and he's really keen to see what you think um he used to do like a long steady 20 miles um Mm -hmm. and um he says it seems that that's vital for the longer distances but (laughs) should he oh the dogs (laughs) i just heard them they want to go to the mountains (laughs) they're like come on camille (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, cute. Maybe
2: we'll see one. Um, yeah, but he, he's saying, like, should he ever run longer than 20 miles um, to train for a marathon? The dogs are like, yes.
1: The dogs like, yes. To run longer? Um, I, yeah. Do you need to run any
2: further than 20 miles for marathon training, he says.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I've i experimented a lot during my running, oh, here comes the dogs. Oh, they're, they're... hey dogs, <laughs> Oh cute, oh look at
2: that, oh, that's oh wow, video. <laughs> well, Abazin it, is actually listening right now and he says the dogs like my questions, <laughs> <laughs> Oh are they going to come running the mountains with you later?
1: Uh oh here he wants he wants more head pets. Uh yeah, I I think we'll probably leave the dog leave the dogs at home. Uh they they get a little bit crazy with the wildlife, so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Yeah. Bless them. Um so, somebody else who's watching, the anarchist, um, says his dog just flipped out and he's laughing about that. <laughs> <laughs> And Clary just asked do you run with the dogs, but I already asked you that question.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <got> that. yeah. <laughs> yeah Connor Connor used to Connor used to go take the dogs for walks, but uh, our dogs our dogs are kinda like the opposite of each other. Like we've got we got one one dog's really lazy and the other's really hyper. So so yeah, I mean they're 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 we just we've got a really big backyard and they like to chase the squirrels back there. So uh so yeah, we Uh, they'd probably they'd probably be a a bit of a handful for me if I tried to run with them (laughs) yeah especially if they
2: were on a lead they'd really pull you along wouldn't they big dogs like that yeah are they Alsatians (laughs) uh what what's that are they Alsatians
1: uh what what type of dogs uh we we have Uh, Yeah, so we we had German Shepherds. Oh, German
2: Shepherds, yeah. 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 I I didn't see the front of it, I only saw the back, so I wasn't sure what it
1: was. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? Oh, oh, chat. Connor's goody. Uh oh. (laughs) Connor's trying to get Winnie. Oh, there comes (laughs) Howie. She says hi. Hey. Cool.
2: Yeah, maybe he should have come to the chat too because he's also a coach. He could have asked. He could have answered Abazir's question about should he go longer than twenty miles if he's training for a marathon. Oh
1: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, we were, we, we uh, yeah. So to answer the question, and um, so yeah, I've, tra- I've trained. I've you know tried a lot of different things in my running career to to figure out you know what works and what doesn't work. And uh, at the beginning of my running career. Uh, I was trying to go longer with my with my long runs, uh, getting up to you know 24, 26 miles in training, and uh, and when I, I started to to cut back my long runs uh, to about 18 to 22 miles, and um, and then going for a second shakeout run during the evening time uh, that would be like four to six miles. And so when I, when I started doing that, when I started shortening my long run and going for a second run in the evening time, I started to get faster and recover. I started to recover faster and then I could bounce back for like midweek and, you know, do something like mile repeats or, you know, a hard, hard interval. So, so yeah, I, I think, you know, like, uh, you know, but I actually found that shorting my long run uh, helped me to get faster. And that was when uh, that was when my marathon time started to drop and I started to really improve my PR. So.
2: Wow, I feel like we've just learned a massive trick of the trade there. Off we all go to run uh, less mileage and then another run in the evening. That's that's absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Thank you for that tip. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and yeah, I mean, even, even if people don't want to go for, you know, the second run that they could go for a walk, mm-hmm. you know, like go for, you know, walk for 30 minutes or, you know, just to, just to shake out the legs. Uh, Cause you know, your long, your long runs take a lot out of you and, um, and so I found that that second run really helped to kind of shake out that, you know, that stiffness and soreness that you get from your long run, so. Mm-hmm.
2: And equally like maybe a spin on the bike, you know, like a really easy spin if you like cycling. Yeah. yeah. Or a yeah. Swim, maybe a swim.
1: Or a swim. Yeah, yeah so exactly. much.
2: So much you could do. Um, that's great. And Abazir says, he says, thanks um so that, <laughs> that is great um and we have another question about training from matt walker i'm,
1: I'm drinking water not beer <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're orally disappointed there well, there's some questions about beer soon um but uh first of all we have another training question from matt walker who says does camille periodize her training if so what kind of things does she focus on with each phase
1: uh You know, I don't I don't really think about it too much as far as like I have to follow like a a structure, you know, throughout the year that I really like to train a variety of ways. So, uh, so, I mean, for us, we think of it as like a two week cycle and in a two week cycle, you're trying to do a hill session, short intervals, long intervals and a progression run, which is like a tempo run. Uh, So, you know, there's like four, there's four main workouts that I do in a two week period. And I mean, I like to train that way year round pretty much. Um, You know, just trying to trying to hit on all the different types of training and to train the body in a variety of ways. Um, And then, you know, like I, cause I do both road running and trail running. I also try to mix it up on the surfaces and the terrain and um, just to work the body in a variety of ways. I, you know, I, I have a degree. I have a, my, my bachelor's in math. You know, I've been taught a lot about the methodology of uh, periodization. Um, but, but you know, I a, a lot of it, you know, that I figured out is, you know, from my own my own, you know, trial and error, figuring out how to mix and match training and, uh, and then, you know, taper to taper for a peak performance too. So, mm.
2: so it's, it's very individual, isn't it? And it takes some years to get the experience with that. Yeah, I can see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And even, you know, even like with the athletes that we coach, you know, people, people like to train, like some people like to do, you know, these really long runs and other people like to do short intervals. Um, so a lot of it, you know, is just being really in tune with your body and figuring out what you like to do and, uh, you know, catering to the athletes. So. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It must be really fun coaching all these different people and, and just uh, seeing them, bring, <laughs> bringing them on. It must be really um, rewarding.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. I've, I've, really, I've really enjoyed getting into coaching uh, being able to coach people all over the world for like all different distances. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, we've had people study, like, national records and that sort of thing. Uh, so, I mean, I get, I get just as excited, you know, when somebody's breaking, setting PRs and, you know, better, bettering their own self. Um, I mean, that's, that's like, I'll, you know, jump out of bed, you know, like wake up and get a text, you know, from somebody over in Europe that, you know, just ran a PR. Um, and so that, that's really exciting, too.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I can see you're so passionate about it. It's really cool. Um, and <laughs> so that's amazing. Thank you so much for the training questions. That's really awesome. Um, you've co- you've covered this a little bit um, already, um, but um, it's a question from uh, patron Arlene Maitlock here, and she's got another question as well, I can see on the live chat. Um, she says, oh, wow, Camille is awesome. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> she is wondering from the point of view of a, um, like a back-of-the-pack runner, which she says that she is um do you as an elite runner get a chance to enjoy the scenery during the ultras because she says sometimes it just looks like the elite runners are working so hard to compete like against each other or with the terrain or with the race and the times that that you might not get a chance to enjoy the journey um do you you feel like that or do you wish you could just stop and look at the view sometimes or is there a time for
1: things yeah yeah uh yeah, I mean, I, you know, whether I'm running on road or trail, um, I mean, they're, they're both pretty different. And so if you're on road, you know, it's, it can, your, your scenery can be a little bit more boring. Um, but yeah, even like when I when I ran my 100-mile world record at Tunnel Hill, um, it was it was on a, a pretty flat uh, rails-to-trails-type uh, course. And so it's like lined with all these trees. And uh, you had, like, the the sun coming through the trees, and it's, like, fall time, so the leaves are changing colors. And I remember, like, the first, like, 40 minutes, I was running running with some other people, and uh, I mean, I kept saying out loud, like, wow, look at the sun coming through the trees, you know? And so I'm, I'm somebody that, like I, like I said, you know, I grew up out in the country. I grew up, you know, running around wheat fields and learning to appreciate nature and uh, and wildlife. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the type of person that stops and looks at rocks and looks at, you know, like, talks to the cows, you know, out in the road. And so, so yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm somebody that that does like connect, you know, to to the scenery and what's happening around me. And but I'm also, you know, very intense and very focused uh, internally, you know, my effort and just trying to get the most out of myself. So
2: yeah, so you can do both at the same time. That's amazing. Um, and <laughs> she, she also wants to know which kind of terrain and climate do you prefer? Like, do you like desert or mountain or the hot or the cold? Uh, do you have a preference?
1: Yeah, I, I like it all. I mean, I the, the thing I like to do is to run and, you know, to be able to be able to take my two legs and to, you know, climb up a mountain or, uh, you know, run. Uh, what is it a uh, uh, hundred and sixty seven miles you know around <laughs> in circles I mean I, I really appreciate like you know what my body can do to move over a landscape and so whatever landscape I'm in you know uh, I learned to appreciate like where I'm at in the moment and um, so so yeah I I, I I just like to run so wherever I go like I, I learn to enjoy you know what 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 my body's able to do there so
2: awesome that is that's brilliant you can't really choose can you everywhere's amazing (laughs) um and and just like back on the topic of racing just for a moment um john nyson's quite keen to know um do you prefer to lead a race from the start or would you rather chase um and if (laughs) if you are leading do you ever like look behind like a little look behind (laughs) at, at, at what everyone else is doing
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean I like I what what I do in ultra running? I mean, I I I'm I'm fast. You know, like I I don't feel like I would be doing myself justice if I tried to hold myself back. Um, So I'm really focused on getting the most out of myself and, you know, regardless of what other people are doing, uh, I'm just focused on my own effort. So I I tend to I tend to lead from the start because, uh, you know, I'm trying to go for records. I'm trying to be, you know, pretty, pretty aggressive and race aggressively. Um, and, And, you know, when I first got into ultra running and uh people saw people didn't know who i was and they saw me up with the men and they're they're like what is this woman doing up with these guys (laughs) and uh and so i would i would hold the pace like i would stay up there you know and i might even beat all the men and and so i and that was really that was really weird for me as well because i was like what's going on you know i'm I'm beating the men and they're dying like you know so i (laughs) I had to I had to get used to the you know, the fact that like as a woman, women can be men and ultra running and so um so yeah, I've had to get used to to being up front and being ahead of people, uh, you know, versus a marathon where I might kind of be further back in the crowd, uh, you know, and have people around me. So
2: yeah that's awesome I love that I I do love that over the longer distances and with you know other things to consider like gear and terrain and nutrition the other things that can go wrong women are competing much more on an even playing field with the men now um so that's great I'm so interested to see how you're going to get on at the UTMB if it goes ahead because um yeah but yeah but um yeah so Courtney when she won last time she wasn't at the front um, but the lady who was at the front, she dropped out because she did go too fast, uh, too hard. So, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah. It's, it's interesting that race because it you can you can definitely wear yourself out in the first you know on the first few significant climbs and there's loads of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? Like, uh, yeah. I mean, trail. The cool thing about trail running is, uh, I mean, there, there's a lot of drama that can unfold uh, because of the, the unpredictability of, you know, the terrain and what, what each athlete's going through. Um, and so, so yeah, I mean, I, I, am just as much a fan of the sport as I am, you know, being the competitor. and um, and so it's, it's been really cool. I love following UTMB every year and, you know, just seeing what, what happens. And, uh, so it'll be really cool if I get to be the athlete and to be in the race and, you know, people, people following along, you know, for 24 plus hours. So,
2: yeah, it's going to be awesome. I so hope it goes ahead. Um, but before we talk about like what's next for you and stuff, I'd like to, um, I'd like to talk about the nutrition side of things. Um, sure. So we've got a few questions around tacos and beer, obviously. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we, the first one is from Paul. It's like my taco, it's like my taco hat. <laughs> oh, is that a logo of a taco yeah. place? No, it's actually a, it's a Nike, Nike trowel. We got, we got some new, new hats. So I've been, uh, yeah, they called my, ta- my taco hat. <laughs>
2: hey! Oh, is that because it looks like the hats that taco people wear?
1: It kind of looks like a taco. Yeah, oh, like, the thing looks that? like A taco. Yeah, it looks good oh. it's well. That's yeah, that's a, the Nike trail symbol. But oh, I'm like, I'm okay. like, that looks like a taco. <laughs> oh!
2: I have to admit, I don't really know what a taco looks like. It's not like it's not like <laughs> a major thing in the UK. Like tacos it's, and burritos. That's... It's like a, 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 oh. a shell. With like mints and, yeah. and stuff inside.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a triangle. Ah. It's kind of like a triangle. Yeah. yeah.
2: Ah, <laughs> cool. So taco hat, right? We're, every day's a learning day. Um, so basically, Paul Hamilton says, um, "Hi, Camille. You are well known for drinking beer and eating tacos during ultra races. Why did you choose these kind of foods to fuel up?"
1: <laughs> um, I, I think it, it goes back to high school. Well. Not the beer part, but the taco part. <laughs> uh,
2: we don't mind if it's uh, the beer part as well. <laughs> but you're allowed to drink quite uh, quite a young age in the UK, so that doesn't that doesn't bother us whatsoever. <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah, I, I uh, when I was in high school, uh, we we used to go to Taco Bell the uh, twin track races. So I would usually, you know, I'd usually run like two track races in the morning and then go to lunchtime. And my favorite thing to eat was at Taco Bell. So I would get I would get the what's called the double decker taco, which was a, a soft shell soft shell taco with a hard shell taco in the middle. So it's both it's both soft and crunchy and uh, it's awesome taco, awesome taco. Um and so so yeah, I got I got hooked on eating tacos between my track races. So when I got into ultra running, and uh, I checked. J- I, joked, I joked, Oh, you know, I should go. You should go to Taco Bell and get me a taco. You know, because <laughs> that, that's that's what I did in high school. Um, and so, so yeah. So I uh, tacos just work for me. Like they're, you know, they're really tasty and really satisfying. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's how the, the whole taco thing happened. Uh, now, as far as the beer thing, uh, me me and my husband, uh, we we've been home brewers for a really long time. And uh, so I mean, I'm really into into beer and the science of beer. And uh, what, what happened was one time I was running an ultra trail race um, back in 2016, and I started to feel like kind of bonkish uh, about, let's see, maybe about 80K, I think it was about 80K into the race, I started to feel kind of bonkish in the race. And uh, I stopped at an aid station and I was trying, you know, all different things at the aid station and nothing was working. Um, but my my husband had a six pack of beer.
2: <laughs> Fabulous.
1: So uh, so yeah, he he went and got me. He asked me if I. Would... Oh, that sounds so good. So I went and pounded a beer and, and I popped out popped out of the chair and got back running and. Uh, I broke the course record in that race, so. Uh. <laughs>
2: wow, you must have needed it then. Maybe it's something about like the B vitamins in beer or I don't know, like maybe your body's really good at metabolizing alcohol. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we drink beer on a regular basis and, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's with, with any ultra, you know, you, you enjoy your favorite things. Like, you know, you could get 80 miles into a 100 miler but somebody somebody ends up having ice cream or a popsicle or um, you know and that that kind of like perks you up and uh, makes you happy uh, to, to get going again. So um, beer you, I, I'm a bit of a science geek and I know that beer or uh, alcohol is a vasodilator so so that means that it helps your blood circulation um, and so I my my theory with the whole beer taking a beer in an ultra is that um, it helped the blood circulation uh, to go back to my brain. Yeah. And um, because I was I was feeling really nauseous at the time, and I I was feeling you know kind of dizzy and stuff, and uh, I think it helped my blood circulation so that I kind of I, I got some mental clarity actually is what it felt like. <laughs> and so back running and uh, yeah, I ended up breaking the course record and. We we joke about it, you know. It's kind of my my thing that I do, and all like kind of late in the race, and it just kind of perks me up. So yeah,
2: it's brilliant. I love it. And do you go for like a low alcohol version, or like um oh, we do have a uh, Nick who says, what's your favorite beer, uh, during favorite and then beer. after? Like, is it different during to after? Different strengths, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, I, I've tried all different types of beers and ultras, uh, and uh, it kind of depends on where, where we're at because uh, my, my favorite beer here in America is uh, Rogue Dead Gael. So it's a, it's a brewery up in Oregon that makes really, really good beers. And, um, so, so that was the beer that Connor originally gave me in the, in the ultra that, that helped me uh, get back running again. Um, but yeah, when we, when we were in France, they, they didn't have rogue beer, but they had a bunch of like Belgian, uh, triples, they had Belgian triples. So, so Connor was able to get me like a a pretty strong beer, like probably like 9% alcohol. And so... So yeah, that I ended up having that kind of late in the race and uh, had that with a burrito, and um, yeah, and that's that's what what I took in that race. So
2: awesome! Oh, that's brilliant. I think that's amazing, and I think <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, yeah, maybe the the veins dilating, the vasodilation, maybe there's yeah. something in it, and the blood can get through, and there you go. Um, but yep. yeah, I think. Um, I've had a beer once like in the middle of, uh, of like cycling somewhere and then I just felt really sleepy. So I think it has a different effect on me. Uh,
1: true, <laughs> but yeah, true. Yeah, it, might, it you. might depend on the person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but
2: yeah. You, it's a great and, and there's yeah. loads of people in the live chat are, are going mad for this drinking of beer um, and they love, <laughs> they love the taco bell so um, abazir nazir says camille is a taco bell with like l-l-e like as in you're beautiful so uh, yeah yeah nice
1: and <laughs> <laughs> um, like yeah.
2: yeah. um, philip says now that's my kind of fueling up with the tacos um alex wants a patron <laughs> taco night in the future and Paul is going to, he says, thanks for answering my question. I think I'm going to start drinking beer on my runs. Um, <laughs> um, Rigby, <yeah. laughs> Rigby Unbound says, um, I'd love to know more about the science of beer, like a carbs painkiller. Um, Abazir yeah. says, is beer better than tailwind? Um, do you have tailwind in the States? Yeah, I yeah, so, guess yeah, you do.
1: Actually- I think uh, I think Telwind Tal- is based in Durango, which is uh, not too far from where we live. Mm-hmm. So um, I have had Telwind in, in a race before, and um, yeah, it's a pretty good sports drink. Um, but yeah, as far I mean, I guess you'd have to do a research study to compare beer and Telwind. Yeah, or well, maybe I'm,
2: they should make a beer flavored one.
1: Yeah, yeah. There you go. Maybe have have both. Have both a uh, beer and tailwind yeah, in the race. like tailwind powder that you can put
2: in your beer. That's like designed to be with the beer.
1: Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah,
2: and then um, Rigby Unbound says in some people, uh, tail- in some people, some people produce tailwind after having beer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go. It's <laughs> funny. And John
2: Joe seventy says, "Wow, I'm loading a beer into my last drop bag from now on." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. And yeah. Chloe Mason says that she misses her club's pub runs, so they run between some oh. of the pubs. So that sounds yeah. Fun. Um, and Hannah Basley is Baisley is wondering if a gin would work the same. Maybe
1: a gin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I, I know like up have up in Leadville. Uh, they have an aid station where you can get fireball. Wow. So, yeah. So fireball. I don't know if you guys have fireball, but it's like a cinnamon. good guy like i actually really like well i like whiskey and so i like i like any any sort of liquor but uh but yeah fire fireball is what the what the ultra runners take over here so if you i guess if you like gin if you like gin like yeah i mean i guess i guess we're all an experiment of one so um so yeah if you like gin Why not? (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's so cool. Um, unfortunately, you broke up ever so slightly when you were telling us what's in a fireball. Could you just repeat that for us? (laughs)
1: Oh, fireball. So, so fireball is a cinnamon. It's cinnamon whiskey. Cinnamon. So it's you know cinnamon flavored whiskey. So um, yeah, it's really it's really tasty. Like I I don't know if you guys can get get that or get something similar to it, but it's it's pretty good.
2: Yeah, sounds amazing sounds good um yeah uh, and uh so we have uh, we do have another um nutrition question um from Andrew Devine um and and he like just riffing off this whole idea of tacos and beer he says is it a good idea to eat real food in the aid stations on your ultras um and then gels out on the course or yeah. do you just stick to one or the other like what what do you advise
1: yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So when, when I run an ultra and um, I'm pretty much trying to get in a uh, 60 to 90 grams of carbohydrates per hour. Uh, so, so if you look at a food label and, uh, you know, gels, gels have like maybe 20 to 30 grams of carbohydrates. And, uh, so what I do is I try to take a gel every 30 minutes. Uh, to, so I might be getting you know 50, 50 to sixty grams um, of carbohydrates per hour from gels, and then I also sit, sip on a sports drink. Uh, so so yeah, you guys are talking about Telwind. Um, so yeah, I, I use uh, my sponsor's Unibed, uh, who has a makes a sports drink. So uh, so usually usually I'm alternating taking you know the the gels or the sports drink. Uh, but but yeah, I mean I I start to crave like you know, more solid type of food. So I might have, you know, potato, uh, taco, uh, potato chips, you know, whatever, whatever they have at the aid stations or whatever my crew has. Uh, the, I just kind of like work with my body and I take like whatever my body feels like it needs. And so uh, if, I, if I end up having like a potato, Uh, then I will replace my gel with the potato you know is my my carbohydrate source and so I just try to like mix it up so that uh, I'm getting in that 60 to 90 grams of carbohydrates per hour so yeah
2: it sounds like it's a nice variety of like sweet and savory and to again like just like the training to find out what works for you personally
1: yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I find that like the longer I go. So like when I get into like, you know, 100, 100 miles, 24 hours, uh, you know, going, doing the really long ultras is when I start to want, you know, more uh, savory type of solid food. So
2: yeah definitely you definitely want a bit of savory i've been known to run along with a quiche um do you have quiches in america oh. yeah, i had a quiche it was quite crumbly. yeah <laughs> I was yeah yeah running along whimpering trying to eat quiche so that's oh. brilliant there's tons of amazing advice there um and now just before we before we go i'd just like to ask you a little bit about like what is happening for you in the fruit future um, and for example huh? Lucy has a question because she's um, she's there over there in Northern Ireland um, and she knows that Connor your husband is Irish as well Um is there any Irish events that you'd like to do or any routes over there that you quite fancy or that you've done already yeah. and you really like
1: yeah yeah uh, so yeah we've been we've been up to Northern Ireland uh, we, we went up to uh, the the Giants Causeway uh, the Giants oh. Causeway is up there. So uh, for for all the Led Zeppelin fans out there, they they might remember the uh, the album. Uh, uh, I don't remember which one it is. Is it? Uh, yeah, I don't remember which album it is. But but the Giants Causeway was the inspiration for one of the Led Zeppelin albums. And um, and so yeah, we, we went up to to visit up there. And uh, I think there's like a whole. We we saw a trail that goes along. Uh, up there and so i haven't gotten to run run i i don't know how far it goes but uh but it looked really cool so as far as northern ireland i i I mean there's so there's probably so much to explore up there that uh but uh yeah we had a really good time when we visited up there uh now on the on the west coast of ireland is the cliffs of Moor. uh so the cliff the Cliffs of Moher is amazing, and um, so they they have like a uh, I think it's about eight miles or so. They have a, a walking a walking trail that uh, well most people walk it, but of course I go and run it. Yes. Um, and so <laughs> so so yeah that I would say I would say that that's the most beautiful place that, uh, that I've run at is on the the Cliffs of Moher on that that trail that goes along the coast there um but yeah I, I have friends i have friends that have been uh i think there's a the carrie way ultra And oh, cool. um, yeah there's the carrie way ultra and so i've had some friends over there that have been trying to to recruit me to come run that and um yeah so i i mean i'm open i we we love visiting ireland because uh connor's parents live in dublin and uh so yeah i mean i i love visiting the dublin the Dublin mountains and the the wicklow way and um yeah, and so we were, we were just there back in January when we came to the, the National Running Show and uh, ran, ran up the double Mountains a couple times. And, um, yeah, so, so, yeah, it's beautiful.
2: Awesome. That's so cool. Um, and um, I, I was just trying to have a look. Um, are you coming back to the National Running Show next year at all? Um, yeah. Do, do you think you'll come back?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's pretty crazy, you know, like everything that's happened since then. Because yeah, I mean that like you know this is, like a, a massive event that we had here back in January, and um, I mean it was really cool that I got to come over uh, before everything that's happened here the past couple months. And uh, you know if they if they're able to ha- have it again next year, I mean I'd love to come. And uh, actually, yeah, the uh, David David Hellard from the the Bad Boy oh, Running yeah. podcast. Yeah, like, uh, he's asked me if I want to come back, and I mean, I'd love to come back. So, so yeah, fingers crossed for that as well, so.
2: Cool. That's awesome. And we've got some some people who are familiar with Ireland giving you some, some like, top trails over there, like, if you were <laughs> to go back again. So, um, Niall Ainsworth says there's an Ulster Way that loops around most of, oh. around Northern Ireland, so he's, he's recommending okay. that. We've got... Um, uh, they do John Joe seventy says they do a marathon on the Giants Causeway, um. So oh, that would
1: be fun. Oh, that sounds cool! Wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. Um. So that sounds cool. Um. And yeah. then um. Just like so. Obviously, we've chatted about the fact that you want to do the UTMB. So, like, fingers crossed for that. Um, yeah. We had a question from um, Arlene Matelock who wanted to know if you are doing um if you wanted to do the Barkley marathons ever, is that something oh. that you would ever consider? So it's, oh, it's yeah. crazy. But With your long yeah. legs, you'd be brilliant. <laughs> over all the it'd be amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would love, uh, I, I would love to do Barclays, and uh, I guess I, I have to figure out how to get into Barclays because uh, <laughs> I mean it's there's all these all these like little like quirks to that race, and um, yeah, I mean to the, it takes a certain uh, I think uh, was it John Kelly? John Kelly's one of the the finishers of Barclays, and uh, he did a blog on what it would take for for a woman to win Barclays. Um, and so I think he said like you have to be at least uh, he he was a 2:46 marathoner, so uh, so yeah I mean he he said like in terms of running ability that you know that if you're like you know a 2:46 female marathoner that you know that's that's what it would take in terms of running ability. Uh, so I've definitely got the fitness to do it. Um, I mean, I'm still I'm still very new to trail running, so it's kind of a matter of you know doing it when I when I feel like I'm ready to do something like that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean I, I, I we, we joke that I'm one of those people that would accidentally win Barclays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, You'd
2: just be like oh oh hey <laughs> yeah, That's <laughs> <Where's> my tacos? <laughs> Have you got beer? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would so I often. would have like a beer i so I'd like I would I'd probably like find my way. I'd probably like accidentally find my way to the finish line and be like, oh there it is Yeah, yeah. How <laughs> how are you on the old navigation? Like would, would the
2: navigation be difficult? Um yeah. or would you be all right
1: with that? Yeah, uh where was I? I was I was doing uh I feel like there was something I was doing recently where uh I had no idea where I was, and I somehow looked at, like, the landmarks of where I was, and I was able to, like, get myself back to where I needed to go. And I and, and so I, I joked, I joked that, oh, you know, I've already got the skills down.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think if you're if you're new in the Barclays, I think you you just you can follow somebody else, can't you? Like that people tend to hook yeah. up like an old person with a with a, a rookie, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it would be so yeah, awesome yeah. if you entered because I think <laughs> because next year I think like Nikki Spinks will probably have a go again. Oh um, yeah, did you? Yeah, I don't know if if Jasmine Paris will have a go next year because she's she will have just had, I think she's due a baby oh, in like oh, June, oh, July kind of I time, saw so that. it might not fit. Yeah. in with what she, she might not even want to do it. I haven't asked her. Um, but yeah, it would be so cool, wouldn't it be if there was like 10 super good women like <laughs> you and some other people that would just like, just go and have a go and, and try and smash it up. That would be so cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be really cool. Like if you, if you had like some, like, you know, all these women, like, you know, and, and if we tried, uh, because the way it works, you know, if we, uh, if we all tried to stick together, you know, and like finish, finish like the first, uh, what is it, the first three or four laps or something like that, uh, and then and then they make you they make you go like opposite directions, right? Like the last loop. Uh, so so yeah, I mean, I who knows? I mean, I I I believe I believe you know, like uh, you just got to give it a try. You know, you just got to be able to try and uh, so so we'll see what happens. Like whenever is you know the right time for me to be able to try and take on something like that. So.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, I wish you the best of luck in anything that you want to take on. Um, And (laughs) and I want to say a massive thank you as well for coming on the show. And I I know that you're going to go and run in the mountains just now. So it's it's like getting to nighttime here. So (laughs) we're all going to go and have dinner.
1: Go go have a beer. Go have a beer. beer.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But I just want to say a massive thank you. And I want to read out some really nice things that people have said to you um they're, they're all peppered all the way through the conversation so I'm just going to do a bit of, a bit of scrolling oh we had I already told you about Camille is a taco bell um and <laughs> <laughs> but lo- loads of people having loads of love um for you in the live broadcast um I think I've just scrolled past what I was trying to find um, but, uh, Lucy O'Dell says, thank you so much, Claire and Camille. Um, cause you just answered her <laughs> questions. So that was great. Um, and, um, and Nadia Federman has only just joined and she says, it looks like I just missed a beer conversation. So she's very sad <laughs> about that. <laughs> um, I just want to uh, shout out to Guy Greatorex, who is listening to this on a run right now. How cool is that? Um, oh, cool! And, and he says, um, that it's been great cause he's been laughing out loud loads um so thank you <laughs> um and um Paul Hammerton says thanks um, Camille and Claire I've never smiled so much listening to a YouTube chat so that's cool <laughs> um and just uh, a few more just be- just before I let you go for your mountain run um Chloe Mason says awesome guest thanks Camille you're the best
1: yay, awesome. yeah
2: and <laughs> um, John Joe 70 says lovely interview you are very nice Camille smiley face <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> and I, I gotta I got figure out what is there a hand symbol for a smiley face I'm oh. not sure what is it like I was trying I was trying to do a smiley face. <laughs>
2: Maybe like hands under the chin. I know that's a heart
1: one that you can do where you just put your heart, hands together like oh, that. Oh, I your did nails. The, I did the heart one. Yeah, yeah I did the, the heart, heart one before. Yeah, oh, there you go. That one. <laughs> like sign sign language. Sign What's language. A sign language? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but everyone loves you. Um Arlene um says thanks so much, great interview. You answered a couple of her questions, so that is cool. And right. Paul Feely says thanks. Nigel Barnett says um very, very interesting, lovely interview. Um and Rickby Unbound says great interview. Camille is fantastic, and good luck with your, your future runs. So that is thank amazing. You. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you so much, oh. Camille. It's been absolutely amazing. Sure and good luck in all your stuff.
1: Thank you, thank you, fingers crossed, UTV. (laughs) Yeah,
2: we'll all be watching,
1: yeah. Yeah.
2: Cool, well, good night everyone, and bye. Good night, bye. Thanks so much for listening everyone and I'm sure you'll agree Camille is one of the loveliest and funnest people ever. Thank you so much to her for taking the time out of her busy schedule to join us and give us all that great advice and insight. So you can get Camille and her husband, Connor, to coach you. They train athletes at all levels, remember, from all over the world. So just go to www.camilleheron.com for that. And let's keep our fingers crossed that the UTMB goes ahead so she can race it. I would love to follow her on that race. So follow her on Instagram to see what happens next at Run Camille. If you enjoyed this podcast, please write a nice review on iTunes or Google Podcasts or wherever you're listening to the podcast. That would be much appreciated. And I'm also keen to know where you listen to. Are you running? Are you cleaning? Are you bungee jumping? For more trail and ultra running advice, gear reviews and inspiration, subscribe to Wild Ginger Running on YouTube. It is totally free to do this and follow me on Instagram at Wild Ginger Running. Next week's live YouTube broadcast, we have up and coming Meryl athlete Georgia Tindley joining us on Skype from Scotland. She won last September's Glencoe Skyline, that's 2019. This is an incredibly tough 52-kilometre race with 4,750 metres of ascent over two extreme scrambling sections called Curved Ridge and Anakigak. To see Georgia in action in the race, check out the link in the show notes, where there are also links to reccees of both of the scrambles, so you can see what she had to run and climb over. Join me and Georgia talking about training for skyrunning and negotiating technical terrain live on Wild Ginger Running YouTube channel next Wednesday the 20th of May at 6.30pm UK time. And if you want to guarantee that I answer your question to Georgia, support me on Patreon for as little as the price of a cup of coffee each month at patreon.com slash wildgingerunning. Patrons also get freebies, discounts and training plans, plus automatic entry into my monthly competition to win £400 worth of trail and ultra running gear. There are only about 140 patrons so the odds on a win are way better than the lottery. What is not to like? Thank you for listening guys, have fun, enjoy your run and I'll see you on the trails.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well,